you're listening to The Health Classes You Missed. My name is Monica and I am a secondary school health teacher with a passion for all things health. Whether you're currently at school or finished 20 years ago, this podcast will help you understand those topics that may have been skimmed over, considered inappropriate or flat out ignored. So sit up straight, faces forward, let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode. First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for being so patient with me this week. I posted on my Instagram that I just left everything to the last minute. I had actually planned to do this episode just after I ran the marathon as a bit of like a post-marathon chat to talk about running, obviously the question of this No Stupid Questions episode is what is runners high. So we are going to be covering a topic today as well, but I did make the mistake. I ran the marathon yesterday, which was Sunday and it was amazing. It was so fantastic. I did get to a point where I was like, why the bloody hell did I decide to do this? But it was a really, really incredible experience. It was really awesome. I'm I'm so happy that I ticked that off and that I can say that I've run a marathon. I just think that's um, something that I've wanted to do for a really, really, really long time. So that was really cool for me personally. And I just, I felt very, very accomplished. It was crazy. Even uh, the Melbourne marathon, you finish at the MCG. So you run through the G at the end, which is sick. Like that's so cool. Any of the events you finish there. And I got really emotional. I think part of that was the fact that I was like physically drained, but also I was just like, oh my God, I feel like I'm going to cry. I didn't, but I I think if I had like run to the end and automatically like seen Stratos, my partner or my family or something, I probably would have cried like straight away. But I think because you finish, I'm just kind of on my own there for a bit. I wasn't going to like burst out into tears there. Not that there's anything wrong with that because I know that the emotion does overwhelm a lot of people and, and overtakes and stuff. But I, yeah, I just, I can't even express how, I guess I'm, I'm proud. I always talk about on our How's Your Head episodes, uh, you know, I ask people to be open about what they're proud of. And I am actually so proud of myself for being able to, to get out and do it. Um, I ran the marathon in four hours and 10 minutes. So my aim was to get around four hours. Uh, I kind of planned, I planned it in tens. So I said, you know, as long as I do every 10 kilometers in an hour or under, I will be stoked. And I guess I pretty much got that bang on. So that was really good. At least I was consistent with my training and stuff. Um, Did they make the mistake of not peeing beforehand? (laughs) Sorry, too much information, but I didn't pee beforehand. So I got four Ks in and then had to pee. And that wasn't great. That wasn't a great start. But after that, just kept running, um, run the whole time as well. You know, I really didn't want to have to walk at any point and I didn't need to. I, um, yeah, I run the whole thing, which I'm just really stoked about. Thank you once again, so much to everyone who donated to the Concussion Legacy Foundation. Um, that was just really fantastic. I actually got an official list and stuff yesterday and I was, yeah, I was just really excited. We raised $1,500 for the Concussion Legacy Foundation. So thank you so much. Um, can't thank everyone enough for being so generous. You know, I'm asking for for donations for people's hard-earned bloody money and, um, you know, to, to get that list and to see who donated and, and people just, I don't know, even that I don't know, like sending money and 
even anyone who sent a word of support or just sent me a message or said congratulations or whatever else, like I do, I appreciate it so bloody much. But yeah, that has been absolutely awesome. I'm really glad that we've been able to to raise some money for CLF. And if anyone else is doing anything where they're donating, please remember to keep them in mind. It is a really, really important organization and they they definitely don't get the uh, attention that they probably need um, in order to, you know, find out the answers that we need to find out when it comes to concussions in sport in particular and things like CTE. So just want to say a massive thank you once again. Let's get into today's episode. As you can tell from the title and because I just said it, we've got a theme at the moment, right? Like running is a big theme in my life and I am here today and I thought I was going to do this yesterday, but I'm here to encourage everyone to up their aerobic capacity, to get their lungs absolutely pumping and to tire those legs out. Now, basically aerobic, the word aerobic means with oxygen, which means that breathing controls the amount of oxygen that can make it to the muscles to help them burn fuel and to help them move. And this is not just running. It can be walking, running, rowing, swimming, cycling. But of course, we will focus on running today. The question is, what is runner's high? Now, some people may have heard of this before or might even have felt it before, but you might be thinking, what actually happens? Why do people feel so good after they participate in aerobic activity? So let's learn about it. What is runner's high? Basically, it is a feeling of euphoria or relaxation after you run. You might feel really calm and happy, and it's most likely to occur after really intense or really long bouts of exercise. Not only can it make you feel calm and happy, but it can also decrease pain after a run, which we will explain a little bit in a moment. And importantly, before we get into the nitty gritty, not everyone who runs will get runners high. And obviously things like feelings of euphoria and calm are quite subjective and are therefore pretty hard to measure. So we are mainly talking about just a few theories here today, but I did think this was a really interesting topic to get into. So how does your body and brain react to a run? Now, we know there are so many benefits to exercise. I actually did a whole episode on physical activity and mental health, which I talked about a bit more in there as well. So go back there if you'd like a little bit more information, but let's talk about what happens to the body when you run. So your breathing becomes heavier. That's probably the thing people notice first. Your breathing becomes a lot heavier. Your heart is pumping oxygenated blood is moving around the body to the muscles and to the brain. And I've talked about endorphins a bagillion times. So if you are a long time listener, you will probably know what they are. And most people have probably heard of them anyway. Now, endorphins are created in the pituitary gland and the hypothalamus, and these are both parts of the brain. Endorphins are the feel good chemicals in our brain. So they are responsible for our happiness and for our pleasure. So this occurs with exercise. It also occurs with other activities like eating or participating in sexual activity. And interestingly, endorphins can also help you to feel less pain. They're almost like a natural pain reliever. But the question, are they actually responsible for runner's high? Because this is what most people would think, right? They'd say, well, running releases endorphins in your brain and that's what makes you feel really good. 
There has actually been a lot of research to say yes, but there are some very clear limitations as well. According to article, the truth behind runner's high and other mental health benefits of running by neuroscientist David Lind from John Hopkins Medicine, bloody hell, that's a mouthful, it is unlikely that endorphins in the blood contribute to any mood changes at all. And you might be thinking, how does that even make sense? It is true that blood plasma endorphin levels increase in response to stresses and pain. And we know when you're partaking in exercise, you are putting your body under stress. However, in large scale studies, a lot of the time they measure endorphins present in the blood and not in the brain. Endorphins can't actually pass through the blood brain barrier because compared to other molecules, they're really quite large. Therefore, it's thought that they can't actually be responsible for runners high. This does not mean that they're not responsible for mood boosting and pain relieving. They're just potentially not responsible for runners high. So that's endorphins. Another theory here, according to Healthline, new research actually points to another type of molecule, which is endocannabinoids. Now, we have covered these before. My first ever episode on the health classes you missed, we talked about endocannabinoids. It's almost like we've gone full circle. I absolutely love it. Endocannabinoids act on the endocannabinoid system. That's pretty straightforward. And this system, the endocannabinoid system, is the same system that's affected by THC, which is the active compound in cannabis. Now, just like endorphins, the endocannabinoids are released into the bloodstream with exercise and increase feelings of euphoria or relaxation. In particular, the endocannabinoid anandamide. Now, if that's not how you say it, I apologize, but it is anandamide in my, in my brain, is found at high levels in the blood of people who've recently completed a run. So the endocannabinoid anandamide is found at high levels in the blood of people who have recently completed a run. Now, these molecules are actually small enough to cross the blood-brain barrier. So unlike endorphins, endocannabinoids can cross the blood-brain barrier. And this might result in short-term effects such as reduced anxiety, euphoria, and feelings of calmness. So there we go. We've got two different theories there, one about endorphins, one about endocannabinoids, I feel like most people would think, oh, it just must be endorphins. But I thought it was interesting with the endocannabinoid stuff there too. I touched on at the start that we don't actually know why some people get runners high and some people don't. Not everyone experiences runners high. Just because you've run a long way or done an intense workout, it doesn't mean that you'll feel calm or relieved or naturally relaxed afterwards. I can tell you what, when I finished my marathon, I was like, I can't move or walk and I think I'm going to cry. So I don't know if I've ever experienced runner's high, but there is actually no known reason why some people experience it and others do not. They have not yet figured it out. Again, research here is still limited and ongoing. So more to come, I guess. So for the last part of this episode, I want to talk about some other fantastic reasons to run or partake in aerobic exercise because feeling runners high shouldn't be the only reason someone decides to take partake in exercise like this. Um, as we said, not everyone feels it. But some clear reasons here. Aerobic exercise improves mood and mental health. And this is even better if this is done outside and in nature. 
In fact, exercise has a dramatic antidepressant effect. So according to that same article I mentioned before, it blunts the brain's response to physical and emotional stress. And that allows us to feel calm anyway. How good's that? In addition, it increases memory and focus. So the hippocampus has been shown to increase in volume in the brains of regular exercises. And the hippocampus is responsible for memory and learning. So very, very important there. It increases flexibility and improves mobility. It can increase our immune systems. Of course, it improves our cardiovascular health, our heart health. It helps to aid in sleep, which is so important. Definitely need our sleep. And it can help to regulate weight as well. The list just bloody goes on. There are so many reasons. So if you guys can get outside, preferably in the fresh air, I know that even here in Melbourne, it's still been pretty bloody cold, but sometimes it does make you feel a little bit more alive. That's great. And just get moving. As I said at the start, there are so many different kinds of aerobic activity. You can just do what works for you. Get that heart pumping. And you guys know my running journey is not over. I bloody love it. I will still be posting content, of course, about all my running ventures. So if you want to stay up to date, if you want to become a runner with me, if you want to hang out, come over to Instagram at the health classes you missed. Send me your runs. Send me a message. I absolutely bloody love it when people send me messages. Let me know what they're up to. It's awesome. I think it's fantastic. If you listen to this episode and I, it still shocks me that people I don't know tune into this podcast, I am shocked every time, but I love it. I love the community we're building here. Not only are we learning, but now we're getting on that run train. We're, we're doing it. I am bloody inspired after the weekend. I hope that you are too, especially after listening to this. Thank you as always for tuning in today. Uh, it means the bloody world. I bloody love yous. Sorry that this was out late, but have a wonderful week. And I'll be back next week for another How's Your Head. See you later. Hey team, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be a huge help for me and the health classes you missed if you could like, follow or subscribe wherever you are listening. And of course, if you want to keep learning and stay up to date with me, make sure you come and follow me at the health classes you missed on Instagram or THCYM and how's your head on TikTok. I've actually got two TikTok accounts now. So make sure you follow both of those to get all of that content. Thanks guys. See you later.